As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. If you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in this country experienced mental illness last year. Yet, far too many fail to receive the support they need. Carillon Behavioral Health is doing something about it. They understand that behavioral health is a key part of whole health, delivering compassionate care that treats physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carillon Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy and action. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. For another day, uh, right there at the top of the fold, a number one, the uh, the mover and shaker who does this guy does not talk. He's like a, a Buddhist monk. He's taken a vow of silence, but he still uh, continues to draw headlines. Colin Kaepernick. The chatter continues. Uh, he is the most talked about person that talks the least. Uh, former NFL player, now unemployed. Go out and get a real job, Kaepernick. Uh, that's what other people have to do when they're unemployed. But anyway, uh, if you've been in a dark place and you have not been exposed to any forms of sports media, then maybe, just maybe, you might have not paid attention. You might have missed this. But the, the big top-of-the-fold headline, which has been dissected under a microscope over and over and over again is the latest wrinkle. Now, we've got dueling stories here. Now, we we talked at the end of the show yesterday 
about the story that had broken in the overnight hours, because that's the first thing. There was a report saying that Colin Kaepernick had actually been offered a job, and he turned it down because the contract was for the minimum salary, which seems completely plausible that that scenario played out. And since Kaepernick's chosen not to talk, I'm going to choose to believe that as the gospel. And then there was another story that came out later in the day, uh, this starting on social media, someone who used to be a big deal in entertainment, Spike Lee, uh, trying to get back uh, on into the spotlight there. Spike uh, came out and he promoted a New York City rally later this month, in the month of August, to help get Colin Kaepernick a job. That's right. Uh, NFL headquarters, uh, the big uh, rally there outside the NFL corporate offices in support of the guy that doesn't have a job. So everyone's been dissecting this. Now, I saw Jason Whitlock on Fox Sports 1, uh, and he talked about this in particular, and he pointed out, I thought this was a, a, a fair point, that these rallies, this particular rally, and there have been, been others, and other protests are all part of an orchestrated shakedown of the NFL. Now, he's not the only one that has said that. This has been kind of a constant theme here, that there is a clear agenda from those that have propped up Colin Kaepernick as a god, and he is the almighty one, all-powerful, and they will not settle until they get what they want. They want him not only to get a job, they want him to make a ton of money. It's a certainly a plausible scenario that Whitlock threw out, and others have thrown it out as well. So let's talk about that. The question is this. Is that fair or unfair to say that the Colin Kaepernick rally is a shakedown of the NFL? And I, I've, like a bad poker player, I've revealed my hand. Uh, it is totally fair because that's exactly what it is. If you look up the definition, if you go buy the book, if you go by the book, this is totally fair. This is a hostage situation is what it is. We are talking about a hostage situation here, uh, and I'll tell you why. A, essentially, what is taking place with the, the latest wrinkle with Colin Kaepernick here is that the, the zealots that are supporting him, they have a one-track mind, right? They, they have locked in on this, and those that are around Kaepernick have essentially issued an ultimatum. The ultimatum is you either give him a job, a good job, you pay him a good amount of money, or we will continue to harass you and we'll we'll boycott and call you racist, even though 70% of the NFL is black, but this is a racist business, according to some of these nut jobs that have uh, the, the side of Kaepernick. So th- this is going to test the backbone, the resolve of the NFL. And even though the NFL likes to act like the tough guy, when the Patriots are involved and the suspensions, Roger the Hammer Goodell is throwing it around. Right? He's got the machismo. He's doing his thing. And, and But here's the problem. In these type of situations, in these scenarios, and this is unique, the Kaepernick story, but it is a social justice story. The NFL's reputation is they fold. They fold. Uh, eventually, Roger Goodell, who lives in that New York bubble, is going to fall to this pressure. And my example is Michael Sam. That's my example. And there, there's other examples as well. But my, you, you had Hollywood, you had Oprah, you had all these people uh, who were demanding that the NFL draft 
Michael Sam. Why? Because he's gay. And you know what happened? Michael Sam, the speculation is a favor was called in. He wasn't going to be drafted. And the NFL said, hey, Jeff Fisher, you're a toady for the league. Help us out. Draft this guy. So with only a handful of picks to go in that particular NFL draft, the then St. Louis Rams saved the day and prevented backlash against the NFL by drafting Michael Sam, who did not make an NFL roster and did not ever appear in a regular season game. But that was an appeasement of those that had been campaigning to get Michael Sam into the NFL. It, it worked that he got drafted, and then the, the crowd kind of buzzed away, and that was it. So it's certainly reasonable to think that Roger Goodell could pull the same stunt here. I get the media lunatics that want to get Kaepernick a job, you know, just get him off their back and call a favor in to somebody. Now, this the, the other part of this, this just signing Kaepernick is not going to stop this. See, the, this is... The case you give an inch, you might as well give a whole country mile when you give an inch here, because then it's going to be he's got to play, right? And people are going to boycott and protest, and you know he's being held back. It's always going to be something. That's the bully, the bully move. And if the bully gets his way, the bully's going to keep going here. They will be inspired if the NFL shows no backbone and caves in. Now, meanwhile, Spike Lee. I I got I smiled so much when I heard about this. Now you say, why would I smile? What's what's so funny about this? There's no humor in this. Now Spike Lee has not had a lot of success. Is that fair to say? Recently, like most of Spike Lee's success was long ago. I think that's an accurate, fair statement. If you were to look at the career of Spike Lee in entertainment, uh, but I would like to say right now that I I would nominate this for some kind of comedic award. This is one of the great acts of comedy I've ever seen. Why? Because Spike Lee. Clearly calculated, clearly planned out, he sent out on social media a message to promote the fact that there would be this rally at NFL headquarters. It was Kaepernick's fight against injustice. United we stand. Right? Oh, man. There's, oh, boy, this is great. You got a picture of Kaepernick kneeling and uh, one of his teammates there from the Niners back in the day kneeling as well. Uh, and, and these dopes didn't use spell check. They misspelled Colin Kaepernick's name. They misspelled the man. This is comedy gold. Don't! Do you imagine all the checks and balances, and this is their big moment in the sun, and their deity, their false god, Colin Kaepernick, they can't even spell the guy's name. They got it wrong. <laughs> it's just great. Now, I want to know, at this particular rally later in August, will there be a spelling teacher? to teach them how to spell Kaepernick's name. Will that be taking place? They'll have the rally outside there in Manhattan, and there'll be a bunch of people there. All right, here's how you spell Kaepernick. Okay, it's K-A-E-P-E-R-N-I-C-K. That's Kaepernick. We'll quiz you on that later. And I also want to know, what's the dress code? Like, if I wanted to attend, if I I happen to be in the New York area for this Kaepernick uh, rally— do I wear the black or the blue pig socks? Like, which ones do I wear? I need to know what the proper wardrobe is. Is it the Fidel Castro T-shirt or the Malcolm X shirt? Which one am I supposed to wear? And will Kaepernick's girlfriend be there? I hope she shows up. She can bring the Roger Goodell slave props, the slave master props. She can bring those to entertain the crowd. Because you got to go all in, right? you got to go all in 
at this event. You can't hold back. Those are some tough decisions to make, right? Those are some really tough decisions to make. Now, I, I hope you remember the last one. This is not an original idea, this uh, rally for Kaepernick. Uh, this did not get a lot of attention. It's actually been forgotten. You probably don't remember this. Uh, but we talked about it at the time. I believe this is back in either March or May. Uh, it was a few months ago. And there were a group of people that decided they would like to also protest uh, for Kaepernick and the oppression, they called it, of Colin Kaepernick. And so they, the opposition, again, went to New York, Manhattan, outside the NFL's headquarters. Do you remember how many people showed up to that particular rally? Do you remember that? Uh, was it? It must have been thousands of people, right? I mean, this is a big event. It's been a story for a year almost uh, in the NFL, this Kaepernick story. Uh, And these people rallied, uh, again, just get Kaepernick uh, uh, the proper contract and a job and to fight the NFL. Well, uh, it is estimated that roughly 35 people showed up to support Colin Kaepernick back at that particular rally. So uh, we hope that Spike can get more than 35 people to show up at this uh, particular event uh, coming up here in August, uh, later this month. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We will take your phone calls. If you would like to be part, you can give us a buzz. You know the number. We're also available on Twitter, and that's at Ben Maller. Unfortunately, not the whole crew is here. Uh, Ralph took the night off, so filling in for Ralph uh, is a new update guy named Eddie uh, who just started here. At the network, so I hope this is his tryout show. So hopefully it goes all right, and we'll keep, <laughs> we'll keep Eddie around. Uh, he's, he's a little uh, green behind the ears, but hopefully uh, everything will be okay here, yeah. and he'll be able uh, to make it. Almost uh, forgot how to get to the studio with those four days off. I understand. Woo! You know, you don't want to hustle in, you know, and you know, try to get in after a flight because that you need a good night's sleep. You do not want to rush in here. Well, that would know, be a problem. I told management that I'd be willing to come in, and they're like, no, no. Take the time off. Of course. Rest up. Come in at full yeah. strength to take on Ben Maller. Yeah. Because you need to be at full strength for that, and I agree. Well, they and said that Ralph's, Ralph's better, so why would we We don't need you. We got Ralph. Ralph was begging management to please take him off this show and this shift, and well, that's uh, Ralph, they relented. Ralph they goes relented. to bed at 6.30. He has the early bird special. He has dinner, and then he goes to bed right after that. I could give you a whole dissertation of butt angles. Yeah. You, why don't you talk about butt angles, Eddie? I don't What's know, wrong I with don't, you? I don't know what that is. So Ralph I, gives us butt angle talk. You don't do that. I know. I don't do that. Yeah. Very, Ralph, very, very true. Ralph broke a story about Mike Trout. No one else had a story that Ralph broke about Mike Trout on the show last night. Wow, very exciting. Yeah, you want to hear that? Do we have the audio on that? No, these these guys, they, were, they didn't want to put it in. They decided they... Rather than do their jobs, they decided not to put it in. So, but well, yeah. Ralph had been abused enough, from what I understand. So, well, of I mean, course. you can only beat a man so much. Good way to cover for the staff there, Eddie. Way to go. It's a good job. Speaking by of you. the staff, hello, Danny. Hello, Coop. Good to see you guys after those four days off, which seemed like an eternity. <laughs> How was Canton? I actually enjoyed it. I, I thought I wish you would take more that's, time. That's off. a lie. It's good to have you back. Eddie. Management said that uh, you were complaining constantly. Oh no, I never complained. Oh if, yeah. If I, oh, actually, yes, you if did. I actually complained about the things that need to be complained about, I would spend all my time talking to management. But I don't do that. Uh, Canton was great, guys. Thanks yeah. for asking. Uh, the weather cooperated, which was really great. Oh, thank it was, God. Uh, the oppressive heat last time we were there was not fun. Yeah. Overcast and cloudy there in Ohio, and uh, so that was good. That was very good. You'd be posting your travel photos, because everyone wants to live through you. They're, on, fa- they're on Facebook. You. If you follow me on Facebook, you can see uh, now, see the photos. Did you? I hope you left that Tomlinson party and went to the real party, uh, Jerry Jones' party. 
I, that's, where I, I the, did, that's where the party was. I did not, although it was at the same place. We saw the yeah. Cowboys bus out there, and we're like, why is the Cowboys bus here? And was, didn't, didn't put two and two together. Was but, Dean uh, Blandino on the bus? Was he hanging out? Now he, he might have yeah. been. I did not go, go onto the bus to check who was on the bus. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Jerry apparently had a, uh, I guess he topped LT's party. Uh, well, who, who did LT top, had a good party, did, though. Did, did, who uh, did T.I. Uh, was there. Uh, Danny, are you, uh, you uh, thumbs up on oh, that? Yeah. or tip. How much did he get paid? I don't know. I, I probably. I don't think that Ladanian Tomlinson uh, or whoever paid for that uh, dished out the twelve million or whatever the number was. Sixteen to, million dollars. Sixteen million dollars. Yeah. Very nice. Did you steal anything from the Tomlinson party, like a, a napkin or a cup or something uh, like that? My, to remember? my my one regret was we left at three a.m. and it was still going on. Uh, Why'd you leave? Well, we You're were tired. On vacation. Oh, stop. Was, stop. We, we had been up since the early morning. You don't have to we get up tired. and go to work. You stay. You enjoy so the party. We, you, we, you're the last we, guy out of the party. We walked out, and we get in the car, and, and we're getting ready to drive away. And my wife says, uh, man, we, I wish we, we should have grabbed one of those gift bags. I'm like, gift bags? Where yeah. are the gift bags at? Did you turn around and go get one? I, I didn't think that would be good form to go running back. No, and you go grab back. The they don't listen, you they'll forget about it. Everyone's probably hammered and sauced and uh, don't worry about it. You go back, you get one uh, of the bags. I'm I'm like part of me wants to know what was in the gift bag and part of me doesn't because there's something like really cool in there. Stacks of old San Diego Charger gear they're trying to get rid of. <laughs> That's <what's> possible. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, it's either that or they're going to send it to the third world countries so the kids can wear the old San Diego Chargers gear because they don't need that anymore. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Get the NFL exhibition football, which is always a snooze fest, kicking off uh, around the country on Wednesday. Some games on Wednesday and Thursday and throughout the rest of the week. Uh, but that's not all. We also have the preamble being cranked up for college football, as that's going to kick off soon. And the hype for Saturday afternoons, which is really like all week, right? There's college football pretty much all week. And one of the stories that has been getting some play this week, and it's really been the big college football-related story the last 24 hours, but it also is an NFL story because the person behind it is projected as a top 10 pick, if not the number one pick in the 2018 NFL draft. Boy, that sounds weird, the 2018 NFL draft. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, the quarterback out of UCLA. Boy wonder, the phenom from a couple years ago who hit the brakes last season in Westwood. Did not go so well. Did not go well. Well, the UCLA quarterback dropping a nice load of turds right at the doorstep of Nick Saban. In an interview that he did with the Bleacher Report. Now, if you uh, read this, congratulations. It was way too long to read the whole thing. Uh, but the the excerpts of this are wonderful. So I, I got the highlights of this. Now, Josh Rosen is mildly interesting. I don't want to say he's the most interesting man in college football because I have not done inventory on all the people in college football. And there's a, there's a chance that he's not the most interesting man in college football. But he has been for the last... 24 hours, the most talked about person in college football, and a rather lengthy story, a profile piece, that type of story. Uh, Josh Rosen, uh, Rosen unloaded. Uh, now, my first memory of Josh Rosen was the, the, the hotshot quarterback, UCLA, who then had a blow-up hot tub in his dorm room and some uh, beautiful ladies in there, or at least one beautiful lady, and then he had to, he had to get that taken out. Like, I recall that. 
But Rosen has been creating a firestorm among the college football fan base because he pointed out the Fugazi student-athlete setup. Rosen, I think it's fair to say, was critical of the academic versus football balance that takes place on your typical college campus. And so that's just the tip of the iceberg. But let's talk about this. He he ranted and raved about how the, the, the your typical football player, big-time college football player, should not be going to class, that football and school don't go together. Right? That's Josh Rosen's position on this. He made it very clear in this particular story. And he had several wonderful quotes uh, saying human beings don't belong in school with our schedule. So it, it's apparently too much for, for, uh, for Rosen. Uh, but the one headline that was even more wow than anything was when he talked about Alabama football. And some of our friends below the, the Mason-Dixon line were not very happy because what Rosen said was he talked about the SAT requirement. And he says, if you raise the SEC, SAT retire requirements at Alabama, if you raise that up to get in and see what kind of team they have, you lose athletes and then the product on the field suffers, end quote, from the UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen who deadpanned uh, that particular line. So the question is this. There's a lot to get to here. What do you make of Josh Rosen clearly complaining about having to deal with the nonsense of academia uh, and whatnot? And, and, and also, not just that, the Alabama football program, if you actually had to give them an IQ test. Uh, I, I got a couple of things here. The first thing is tunnel vision. And, and then you got the boondoggle. And the last thing is haunted. But we'll begin with this. Josh Rosen has been tagged as a future NFL quarterback, starting quarterback in the NFL since at least high school, if not before that. He might have been playing peewee football, and he said, you know what, you look kind of good as a peewee player. You're 10 years old. We're going we're gonna to send you out. You're going to be an NFL player someday. So this has been the end game. The NFL has been the end game for Josh Rosen for a very long amount of time in, in the context of his life. And so his complaints – in this case, are accurate. For the guys like Rosen, for the guys like Josh Rosen, who go to college having a, a clear, precise goal here. They, 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 they have to pretend to be students. It's a boondoggle is what it is. Rosen has tunnel vision on the NFL. And football is a crucial part of his life, and it will determine, in many respects, his future wealth. If he makes it in the NFL, he'll be very successful and he'll have a lot of money. And if he doesn't make it, well, that's fine. We all make choices in life, and I don't think we should put rules in to prevent people from making these kind of decisions. If you choose you want to be a doctor and you can't get you know, pass all the classes required and get your medical degree, that's on you. You've got to go do something else. If you want to be a lawyer but you can't pass the bar, guess what? You've got to go to another job. And if you want to be a football player and you can't make it, in the NFL, guess what? you got to figure out plan B. But let's not spoon-feed these guys and say, no, 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 we've got to put all these checks and balances in. It's ridiculous. This guy, Rosen, has put all of his chips in the basket of the NFL. And I, I get it. If from his perspective, having to listen to tutors and occasionally go out and go to class, 
can be a painstaking waste of time if you don't care about that. And Josh Rosen, if he wasn't doing any of that, what would he be doing? He'd likely be studying game film, hanging out with co-eds, working out, going in the hot tub, getting ready to play for the Jets, the Browns, the Jags, one of the bottom-feeding teams in the NFL. Now, the second thing here, the power conferences in college football, you know the, the Power Five, Power Six, depending on how liberal you are with what a power conference is. But the top schools in college football, it, it's all a game of charades. It's all a game of charades. The NCAA member schools that compete at the highest level, the people behind these football programs are snake oil salesmen in the sports context. They preach about amateurism being the bedrock principle of college athletics, saying that quality education, is the first priority. And people just eat it up. They love it, and they can't get enough of it. Yet every man, woman, and child knows it's all a scam. Uh, all of this is just a game of charades. And The ugly truth is if you go play football at Alabama, USC, Michigan, and Ohio State, and all the rest, these are clearing houses for the NFL. Do all these guys make the NFL? Of course not. Of course not, and most of them will not make the NFL in any given year. If Alabama has a great year, what do they get, seven, eight guys that get a job in the NFL in your your typical average year for Alabama? So most of the guys aren't going to make it. But that doesn't matter. The the guys that believe they're going to make, it's all a big lie. They are better in college football at make-believe than like Disney, the way they're able to to push this agenda forward. We're talking about semi-professional football. I'm okay with it, but just call it what is. The coaches are millionaires. The stadiums, some of these stadiums are better than NFL stadiums. In fact, just about any college stadium is better than where the Raiders are playing right now, where the, the toilets flood and there's sew, you know raw sewage uh, around the stadium. The smell of feces in the air everywhere. I, I'll take the big house over that. I'll, I'll take you know, several of these other college stadiums, these palaces of pigskin. And they also have, if you add it all up, billion-dollar TV deals. And, again, the bedrock of college athletics, the bedrock principle is academics. I mean, come on. And amateurism. Just stop, stop, stop. So the bottom line here, Josh Rosen, the UCLA quarterback, uh, is he going to make it? He's a wild card. This is a wild card season for him. Uh, he, He was down last year. There were injury problems. And so he is not at the top of the list. I mean, you, in the same city, in Los Angeles, you've got Josh Rosen's projected as a top 10 pick, even with his down year last year, and Sam Darnold of USC, who right now is tracking as the number one pick in the draft. And I will make a bold prediction. Never wrong when I make a bold prediction. As you know, I have mentioned many times, uh, if you go back and look at my family tree, I am a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, I am able to accurately predict the future. Josh Rosen will be haunted by this particular rant. When the NFL draft comes around, you will see in the lead-up to the NFL draft some unnamed NFL executive that will tell the four-letter or the three-letter or the one-letter that there are concerns about the maturity of Josh Rosen. And they're worried about his... A maverick approach and how uh, he didn't want to go to class. Of course, that'll be the public position. Privately, NFL teams are like, yeah, we think it's a joke too. Uh, Anyway, so the Ben Maller Show on 
Fox as we yap the night away, burning the midnight oil here on Fox Sports Radio. Later this hour, we're going to have Mallard of the Third Degree. Uh, unfortunately, if you're just joining us this hour, our regular update guy, Ralph, is out. Uh, he's uh, under the weather. And so filling in for Ralph is Eddie. Uh, he's uh, back. He's new, so give him a chance. We think he'll make it. We think he's going to be okay. He'll that's, be all right. That's hilarious. It was uh, even funnier the second time around. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I, people turn on the Ra- radio. Ralph they... is sick. That is true. He's sick of you. And uh, he yeah. said, I, I got to get out of here. I cannot take this anymore. And uh, I am back from my four-day off vacation. That's not, what he, is, that's uh, not what he told me. It's a tremendous uh, amount of time to be actually off of work, I know. but That's uh, not what Ralph told me. So. Ralph doesn't speak to you, so. Oh, no, right. no, 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 no. what he told Ralph you. talks to me more than Coop and Danny G combined. In fact, Ralph is my BFF. He comes in here every single break. Ralph walks in here to see how I'm doing. Yeah, that's, and a, see, that's the, a lie. The, no, that's not a lie. I, I, will, I will bet the life of my loved ones on that. Okay, listen, let me tell you something right now. Okay, I made the mistake. R- me and Ralph have similar radio roots. Okay, we both suck at radio, and we both used to work in San Diego. So when you work in the San Diego mar- market, there's a, a brotherhood. There's a fraternity of people. And Ralph used to work at the old Mighty 690, which was the second all-sports radio station, the, big, the biggest all-sports 24-hour operation on the West Coast, right? It was WFAN started in New York, and then uh, shortly after that, on the West Coast in San Diego was Extra 690. So I worked at that station, and Ralph happened to work there. And so now Ralph wants to tell me every damn story that you know every name from 20 years ago that we used to you know, work with, uh, and so he he and he, he's like a leaking faucet. He'll come in here and he'll tell me like a rant, he'll just throw a name out, and then he'll like you know he'll say like John Quintera, who used to do the, the high coach, school, yeah the coach who used to do the high school show, and, and so he'll just like Quintera, and then he'll say you know Poway. You know, and it's just like, and it's just a random, he's like, he's got Tourette's or something like that. And it just, it's a nonstop thing when he's here. Eddie, at one point, Coop even walked into the studio during a pause on yesterday's show and pretended like he was talking to Ben about something (laughs) on the show. I had had serious things to discuss with Ben. Coop was like, Coop was like a human shield to protect me from Ralph coming in here to give me a pause on Ralph telling me a story about wow. Ernie Martinez or somebody from the past. You know, it's just nonstop. That's, uh, that's surprising that Coop would do that. I was expecting another Chris Ello story, and I was like, no, I can't handle it. Please, leave me alone. I cannot take this anymore. So you're saying you're happy I'm back. I, 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 didn't I say appreciate that. that. I never said that. Yeah. I did, never did said Ralph, any of that. Did Ralph run through his, uh, his, his stripper introductions with you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. he did that, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the whole crew is just thrilled that Ralph's not here anymore. Well, we're bummed. I mean, Ralph, uh, as a regular on the show, did a wonderful job. I mean, he really uh, revolutionized talk radio. He did. And, uh, anyway, all right, so the Ben Mather Show on Fox, and let's go back to the phone. You want to you argue about Josh Rosen? Well, I know you're, you, you're locked in on your position. You love uh, the charades of college athletics, right? So you're uh, rah-rah against this guy. You think he's a dope? And well, he does come off like a dope. I, I mean, don't think he does. Uh, I don't think he does. Well, if he's just in this to be a football major, why is he taking economics? Go take basket weaving and take the, the, the any, whatever it is to just make you eligible for football and so, then go get so, drafted. So you're criticizing him for not – taking the dumb well, class no he's saying i guess i'm not i don't really know what he's saying he's saying it's too hard 
Yeah, then why? Uh, then why? If you're going there to just be to just a major in football, why wouldn't you take the easiest classes? Why are you taking an e- economics co- uh, major? Well, that's a fair point, but I would also argue in in favor of Rosen that he's on the Maller team, uh, and he agrees with me that this is all just a joke, and this is the only path. The way this system has been set up. So you have no answer for for my question. It makes well, him sound like I an idiot. I don't know why he chose what he chose. I, that's you'd have to ask. Okay, him so that. why I'm not, complain I'm not about an it? Why would you complain about something when you're the one who chose what, a difficult major? So you think because of that, everything you said is no, irrelevant. no, I don't. That sounds but like what you're saying. No, is that's because, not no. Which is a nice, you know, ad hominem attack, but it's not. You know, it's come on. I'm just saying that the headline grabbing things that he said were pretty dumb. The Alabama thing was stupid too. Why is it stupid? What's what's stupid? What about is he it? complaining about? Alabama that doesn't have the standards, the academic standards that UCLA yes, has. Yes, okay. Everyone, well, everyone why then that. don't go to UCLA? You chose to go to UCLA, I knowing that, but, what the rules were but, in place. I think the argument is kind of obvious here. I didn't know you didn't get it. That it's not a level playing field. Like it's not. It's not all the schools are the same. Did anyone it, make Rosen choose to go to UCLA? Yes. Uh, somebody put a gun to his head and said, you go to UCLA or we're going to kill yeah. you and all your well, family. If that was the case, then, then, then yeah. yeah, he's accurate. But yeah, uh, he chose to go to UCLA. He understood that the, the academic standards there are tougher than at other schools, and yet that's where he wanted to go to yeah, school. Uh, so if you wanted an easier path to the national uh-huh. championship, you should have gone to an SEC school, but you didn't. No, that I was your he wants, choice. He just wants to go to the NFL. He's, this is a pain in the then, ass and a nuisance. Great. Go to the NFL. Yeah. Don't, I don't get all the complaining. And by the way, there are plenty I, of people well, I out like there. I complaining. Why stop? I listen. Keep there, complaining, Josh. There are Josh. plenty of people out there. I know this is too hard to be a football player and a student. There are plenty of students out there who work full-time uh-huh. and also earn their degree. Really? Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Can you name some of them? Uh, most uh, most of the really? students in, in college actually have to work. I know. Well, that's so poor a, Josh Rosen has, to, well, that's, has to lift weights and go to football practice well, and go to school. My well, God. Well, this is always the argument, right? You can't win the argument. It's like when rich people complain. No one listens to rich people when they complain. Nobody wants to hear their problems. When a college football compl- a player complains, even if they're absolutely right, you get people like Eddie. They're like, oh, no, 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 I had to go to school and he's work. He's not right about it being too hard. That's what he's not well, right about. Well, he's not it's right his about opinion. That's about, him. He's, not, he's wrong. But yeah, but that's his life. For he's a millennial, Eddie. It's very well, difficult. Well, call him out on it then. How about that? Well, for him, maybe it's changed. I don't know. It's a very. I, I think these guys should just go to the NFL. They should have a minor league system and stop this nonsense, or just pay the college players. I'm fine with that. Pay them more. Yeah. I know these guys get money under the table anyway. I'm not naive to that. But just keep it. Uh, you know, pay them more money. That's what I say. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, this guy, A-Dub, make sure you send that in for the lame jokes of the week. That's uh, that's pretty funny what he just said. I'll save that for the lame jokes. All right, the Koopa Loop is in the house. It is time now for Maller to the third degree. Well, it seems we may be uh, finally reaching a conclusion to this Ezekiel Elliott investigation, and it's not good for Ezekiel Elliott. It was reportedly leaked on Monday that Elliott will be receiving a suspension due to the fact that he may have destroyed some evidence. Now, Ben, if this is all true, how many games do you think Elliott will get? Yeah, I'm going to go with two. Uh, I'm going two games for Ezekiel Elliott. I I figured this out. I spent a lot of time coming up with the number two. And I'll tell you my reasoning behind that. A, the NFL has been on the prowl 
for over a year digging and digging. They clearly did not have much of a case at the start of this. They didn't find all that much or else they would have already come up with a ruling. So they're looking for the smoking gun. They haven't found it yet, right? They, they looked into the domestic violence accusations that were made, uh, but there was not enough evidence for the police to charge. doesn't mean that the NFL still can't pu- punish. But it sounds like a case, you know how they, they do in mobsters, the FBI, the, the federal government, where it's like they're looking for the murder, but they'll get you on tax evasion. They'll get you on. And so this is like the NFL's version of tax evasion. It's like, well, you hid stuff from us, and so we're going to get you. Uh, so this is the NFL's version of tax evasion. When the NFL's Keystone Cop investigative arms, when they get together and they're on the case like they are with Ezekiel Elliott, there's going to be some punishment. I'm not buying there's zero punishment. I'd be shocked if there's no punishment. And B, w- when you put all of this together, you peel back the onion, you realize that for all of the tabloid drama that is around Ezekiel Elliott, unless I'm missing something, I don't believe he's been arrested. I don't believe he's been charged with anything. There's no pending uh, case against him. Uh, he, he had the uh, pull-up of the boobies of the, the girl at the St. Paddy's Day Parade, I believe, in the Dallas area. But that turned out to be like a, a friend of his, a lady friend of his. Not That that doesn't mean it's not uh, somehow immoral for some people, but uh, they, they uh, seem to be enjoying their company very well. It was all in childish uh, good fun. So uh, he's not a heathen, Ezekiel Elliott. He's made... What appear to be a lot of poor decisions at a youthful age, which we all have done. Yes, that's not giving him a pass, but there is no oh-my-God moment yet. At least I haven't seen it. That said, I expect Roger Goodell to use kid gloves here, but he can't go all in. If this was a Patriots player, then the NFL would throw the book and attempt to damage the franchise. But this is the Cowboys. They're good for business. I'll go two games as a compromise. Next. Now, Isaiah Thomas, the the new one, was fielding questions from campers at his annual basketball clinic when he spoke about his expectation of getting a max contract extension from the Celtics as he approaches free agency next summer. Thomas said, quote, I deserve it. I put the work in, and you can put me down against any guard in the NBA. Yeah. Ben, do you think he'll get the max offer from the Celtics, or is he destined to end up elsewhere? Well, he, there's, the answer is this. He's going to get a max contract, whether or not it's in Boston or someplace else. Now, you look at some of these jamokes that have gotten max contracts in recent years. Uh, I, I'm going to say there's a 40% chance it happens with the Celtics, a 100% chance it happens, happens overall. Number one, the Celtics are going to have a wonderful team. Isaiah Thomas is going to average 25 points or more in Boston. If the Celtics can get past Cleveland – and get to the finals, it is going to put the pressure on Danny Ainge. The Celtics executive, he's got a reputation by basketball standards of being cold-blooded with his approach to player personnel. He's not a sentimental type of person when it comes to whether or not to keep players. I say, though, that if Boston gets to the NBA finals, they have no choice but to give Isaiah Thomas a max contract. Now, I wouldn't go super max max, but I'd go max why not? Ain't my money. And number two, the position on this, I am slightly biased, Coop. I like the the little players in basketball. I, I, I the the players that are of Isaiah Thomas's size. I, I'm impressed by the fact that you can play in the NBA 
and, and be an all-star. And he, the guy was the last pick in the NBA draft. His story is well-documented. He's a water bug, and it, it works for him. Yeah, there's limits on defense, and you know, he, typically you don't give a, a short guy like that a max contract, but he's electric, he's been dynamic, he's been a big-time playmaker, all those cliches we talk about athletes we like, they all apply to Isaiah Thomas. Next! Another thing that we learned this week is that Pistons coach Stan Van Gundy is not happy with the development of Andre Drummond and said that he told Drummond he would like him to model his game after DeAndre Jordan. Now, Ben, Drummond grabs a bunch of rebounds and can't shoot free throws, so isn't he already modeling after DeAndre? Well, I think we need many players to model their game after DeAndre Jordan in the NBA, but for the untrained eye, Coop, see, my position is for the untrained eye, you would say, yes, this is true. DeAndre is very similar to DeAndre Jordan, but for the basketball purist, for the authority like myself, Andre Drummond has flaws in his game. First of all, DeAndre Jordan is a bricklayer at the foul line, just like Drummond is. But the thing about Stan Van Gundy, what he's talking about here, is the flaws in their game. Drummond drives coaches batty because he has too many brain farts. The consistency of the performance is not there for Andre Drummond. The stat line's pretty good with the rebounds and whatnot. And secondly, this shows you that there was truth to those rumors that the Pistons did attempt to trade for DeAndre Jordan in the offseason. Stan Van Gundy is smitten with DeAndre of the Clippers, who holds the NBA record for the top career field goal percentage. He's number one in that category, 67%. Andre Drummond is at 54%. That is a massive difference. You combine that with the effort, the intensity that DeAndre plays with that Drummond doesn't always play with, that's an advantage for DeAndre Jordan. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Can you pass this edition? That's a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Tinderoni Tips. In a bit of a dry spell. Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. All right, here we go. It's that time of the week again. Danny G Radio, a dating expert, a relationship expert, making his way in to the main studio here at Fox Sports Radio. He's got every dating app. Well, he used to have every dating app, but he still studies it. A man of great knowledge to answer life's questions, human interaction. It's all about that, human interaction. Happy hump day. All right, very good. I I have uh, cards like a TV talk show host. I have (laughs) these here ready to go. All right, question uh, from Tim on Twitter, Danny. Uh, What's up, Tim? He says, why does the Tinderoni I like play games on the phone? As far as uh, not texting back, et cetera. All right. Uh, why do women play games? That's Go because ahead. she's a girl, not a woman, Big Ben. Ah, women don't that. do this. That's right. Yeah. Well, some psycho women do. But um, like it must have been like four years ago. I dated a girl. She was really pretty in your old neck of the woods in L.A., Ben. Oh, really? Uh, nice. She would just disappear for two days on her yeah. phone. Yeah. And then she would suddenly show back up. And when I would ask her, you all right? What happened? She would just blow it off, pretend like nothing happened. And so us guys, we run into this from time to time. Yeah. 
Don't play the game with them. Don't do it. Either she's playing games or she's a drug addict and she's gone on benders. <laughs> no? Sounds like you, one of your old experiences. Oh, when I dated, yes, absolutely. Disappear, come back. Oh, that's some bad dope. Uh, Jacob on Twitter says, my girlfriend cheated with a co-worker, Ooh. and we're trying to work it out. Do you think a fix is possible? All right. Uh, what do you think? Uh, Jacob's uh, very upset by this, clearly. I mean, depends how long you guys have been together. Um, if, you know, it's trust, as you know, Ben. So. Yeah. It's hard because once that is broken, can you really ever go back to the way it used to be? I think what happens where it could work is if you take a breather, take some time apart, and if it's meant to be, you wind up back together. I have a friend where that happened. Him and his girl had something like that happen, and a year later they wound up back together, even after dating other people. But ah. they, they decided that it was best that they were together. So something like that, I think, could happen. But trying to work through it after the cheating is brand new. Nah, I, I me personally, yeah. I, I would break I, I'd break up. Turn to that guy, uh, Joe in Brooklyn, for advice. They called me oh, last yeah, night, yeah. Joe. And shout out Joe, podcast Joe in Brooklyn. Pats fan writes in, it's Tinderoni Tips with Danny G. Pats fan uh, writes in on Twitter, says, uh, the girl I've been dating the past couple of months keeps bugging me to drive my new truck. <laughs> what do you guys think? All right, that's a uh, eh, no. I yeah, would do that. Well, come that on. Don't sound sexist. Well, no, I, I'm just saying no. It's your truck. You didn't know. But what if you wanted? What if? Okay. What if you were driving a rich woman and she had a nice car and you wanted to drive it? Nah. Nah. I, I wouldn't be doing. You that. just stick nah. to your own hybrid. I like, I like my car. They like their car. I'm good. They're good. We're all good. Look yeah. at Ben. He doesn't like to share. Yeah, no, I don't like to share cars. It's odd sharing cars. I have to share cars. I don't like sharing cars. You like your stuff where it is in the car. You don't want people messing around with your stuff. I hear you. Yeah. All right, Eric on Twitter, Older. last one. Er- last one, you schmuck. Uh, Eric on Twitter says, what are these signs that a woman is into you? Okay, oh, this is easy. Old signs, she Danny. sits Go outside of your house for hours with binoculars. Yes. Uh, she goes to your job goes, often. She goes through your mail <laughs> yes. and your computer. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. She scratches her name in your car door yeah. with a key. If any woman looks at you, she <laughs> wants to attack that woman and uh, rip her hair off. Yes? Did we hit all of them? Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password, you idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right, let's do it. It is password time. The word game of the stars, as mentioned. Just heard it right there. So let's get to the game right now. And let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Pick a caller by his name and number. Mr. Irrigation. Hello, Mr. Irrigation. Thank you, Ben. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. To be the man, you have to beat the man. I hope he's got the guts to have called in. Who are you looking to play? I want to play Big Sean. Really? Yep. All right. All right well, who would you like to partner up with? You, Big Ben. Oh, look at that. That's a, a sage decision by you, Mr. Irrigation. And Thank you. We will bring home the win. Uh, and let's and the bacon. Uh, that's right, yes. Uh, Big Sean, are you there, Big Sean? You know it, Big 
I'm right here and I'm yeah. ready to win. Oh, it sounds like you're back at the ballet. I can uh, very similar to the sound the other day. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm at home. I'm in, the, I'm in my comfortable living room this time. Uh-huh. No game of charades. Oh, okay, well, very good. You guys are somewhat regulars on the show. So unbelievable. Let, that's not unbelievable. Uh, now, who do you like to partner up with, Big Sean? Uh, I'm the most popular person in the show, so I was picked first. Uh, and we have other people here. We have uh, yeah. now R- Ralph's out tonight, so we have Eddie in for Ralph. We've got Danny. I G. think we already know the answer and, to this. And Coop, all back. right, Coop, a loop. You pick Coop. Is that what you said? I think I heard you say Coop. Not, not at all, Eddie G. Eddie G. That's right. Okay. What the new all guy? Right. All it's right. Giving us a classic matchup here, Mister Irrigation and Ben versus Big Sean and Eddie. Gentlemen, nine words on the board because fellas cross out number three. Coop wasn't here last Wednesday, so he, okay. he didn't know that word was used. Oh. So we have one, two, four through ten. Mr. Irrigation, you are on the line first. What number is it going to be? Lucky number seven. Number seven. All right. Ben, uh, you're up first. Okay. Uh, let's go. How about. Eh, let's see, you should get this right away. How about Vermin? Rap. Yeah. Good job by you. And we're wow. on the board. You can put it on the board. Yeah. Ten nothing. I, I, said, Ma- I said Maller myself. You want to quit right now, Big Sean? You're losing ten nothing. You're being shut out, you punk. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> One question in. Yeah. yeah. It's already over. Shocking. Mr. Case. Irrigation, get your victory speech I ready, sure please. I missed this while I was gone. Oh, All right, here we go, Big Sean. Uh, one, two, four through six or eight through ten. Pick a number. Give me uh, nine. Eddie, you're up. All right, Big Sean, I'm going to use the Maller Maneuver. Wow. <coughs> okay. <coughs> Not going to work. Stop what making noise. Mr. Irrigation, please. <laughs> Calm Some down, you jackass. Jeez. All right, Big Sean. Yeah. Boxing. Match. No! All right, Mr. Irrigation. Let's oh, I got this one. Let, I got this on, one. Let me use the Maller maneuver. I'm going to teach these amateurs. I have this no, one. Relax. Okay. Relax to me. I'm going to use the Maller maneuver as an expert. It's my move, and now we'll show them how it's done. Here we go, Mr. Irrigation. Wedding. Ring. Yeah, ring. Oh, it works. It still works. <laughs> 19 to nothing. 19 to nothing. This is a blowout of epic. You suck at this game, Sean. Act like you've been in the end zone before. Man, he's not used to winning. You got to celebrate every touchdown. Enjoy the journey, not just the all-time leader in password losses. Man, we're like the Dodgers at this game, Mr. Irrigation. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure. Ah, whatever. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mr. Irrigation got the answer from Eddie's clue. No, he did not. He got it from (laughs) my clue. No, 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 no. We all know why Mr. Irrigation got that answer. You said you knew the answer after I gave my clue. I reinforced the Maller maneuver <laughs> I used. All right, all right. Who sent the ring Next. to you? All right, here we go. One, two, four through six, eight and ten are available, Mr. Irrigation. Uh, you know, I might as well take number one. N- number one. All right. This is where we. <laughs> this is where we run it up. Listen to me. This is where we run it up here right now. Okay. Here Deceased. <laughs> Dead? Yeah! Wow. 29 to what nothing! A, what a difficult one that was. 29 to Z. nothing! My God, how did Twi- you ever get that This one? is an unbelievable route. 
This that right, someone go. call hey, the police. We right. need paramedics. Well, hopefully, we'll get an Big, easy word. Like Big that. Sean's on life support at this it. point. Was, God, this was, is God. a slaughter. Sean, is what this is. You need this one. Two, four, you five, six. You are being six, murdered on the radio. Eight or ten. 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 He's a beaten man. I can tell in his voice. He's a beaten man right now. Uh, All right, Big Sean. All right. Focus. He has none. The password <laughs> is speakers. Speakers. Music. No. <laughs> Boy, this is the, this is fun. You're listening to Perfection. Uh, Fox Sports Radio, Mr. Irrigation, uh, and uh, myself, Ben, uh, just dominating, just absolutely crushing Big you can Sean tell and Eddie. Doesn't win. Man, is this great. Just, just absolutely. Here. All right, let's go with, uh, how about, hmm. I got a couple of options here. Uh, let's go with audio. Sound. No. All right, um, Big Sean, the password is woofers. <laughs> what was the first? Oh. He's Speakers. To, he's trying to Google it. See, Google's not working. That's the problem. Not at all. Yeah, you're a cheater. Sound. No, you're apparently not a good cheater. Oh, uh, no. Goodness. That's sounding. Yeah, uh, I think that's. Yeah. We're gonna have to pause for the cause. Oh, no, well, no, this game's no, over. It's, it's it. it is that's a it. final. And Wait, right can now, I try this one now? No, you is suck. It base? No. Is it base? It was. No. Is it base? No, it's, no, it's not. It was stereo. stereo. Mister Irrigation, you are the winner. Woo! Did I get a golden ticket? You get a golden ticket. You can get I a shout out. Can I hear the music, please? The, the word, the last word was stereo. And Sean, I want you to listen to the podcast in stereo as we mock you because we're the winners. You lost, but thank we thank you guys for playing. Uh, good job, Mister Irrigation. Terrible job by Big Sean. Get back to the ballet. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.